do it. See if that works. Record, record. Mike is hot. Hot, hot, hot. Hot to trot. What's up? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. I'm just bringing it down with noises. Mm. And let's, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? I have a slight headache. From the, uh, from the new workout? I think it's just from the day. Yeah, because you're back at work. I'm back at work. And I was conscious to not point my crotch at you. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. You're learning. I'm trying to be comfortable. I can't. But as you did tell me that, you did hold a finger up for me to stop talking so you could tell me something. Oh, I did? <laughs> I didn't mean... No, that wasn't the, the issue of... No, I was just goofing. Oh, I was going to say, I, that wasn't the meaning okay. behind no, that we finger. Just, we correct one thing at a time. We do. I'm just, Look at you and you start learning. You learn... Okay. It's, it's, it's just a matter of time. It's super awkward, but I want to be comfortable. Well, but why can't you put your feet up on the table? That's much. It, it hurts after oh. a while. I can't sit cross-legged like that for a long time. Oh, I can if I, I get into it. I usually can, but like I've since I've been gaming so hard. Yeah. <laughs> when I wasn't working, I was gaming real hard, and I was just like my hip flexors would get tight. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. You gotta go for a walk. You gotta get yeah. things working. Also, I was I was uh, roller skating a lot in the mornings, so oh. that wasn't helping. Driving down to Venice. I well, I don't go. I don't like to go down to Venice. They don't. The Strand once you get past the Venice city limits is not as smooth. Oh, okay. As the northern beach cities, uh, I have attempted it a few times, and it's just it's. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Strand is basically a giant. It's just a paved, mini road that yeah. runs up and down the beach in Los Angeles, and it goes for literally miles. Yeah, it's well, it's no cars allowed. It's just bikes, people running, walking, skating, yeah. uh, laden, yes. boarding. And does it go all the way up to Malibu? No. It goes all the way up to. I always take it all the way up to Will Rogers okay. State Beach, and I'll I'll do six miles, easy peasy. Of skating. Of roller skating, yeah. Man. I'll start in Santa Monica and I'll go up towards Will Rogers because that's where it's like super smooth pavement. Yeah. And then by the time I come back and I've got, yeah, by the time I come back and I've got my, well, once it gets to Will Rogers, it goes off onto like, you know, in high school how there was like the old track. Yeah. That's what it was like skating on. It's just like asphalt that hasn't been touched in decades. Yeah. They're waiting to get the voting so they can get the rubber track. Yeah. But it's like. Once the skates go onto that, I lose about 50% of my momentum. Yeah. And it gets really hard, and my whole body starts vibrating because oh. of the pavement. <laughs> and then my earbuds fall out. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, I don't know if you know this about roller skates, really hard to bend down and grab stuff yeah. without looking like an absolute fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, it's more of like you get near it, you sit down, you grab it, you get back up. Yeah, I'm really good at going forward. I, I can zoom. I've got it down. Yeah. But when it comes to stopping, that's when I fall. And it's pretty flat. There aren't a lot of hills. And it is. It's all flat because it's on the beach. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. You know those uh, those mountains? I was going to say the mountains of Santa Monica, but those actually exist. Those do exist. And up in the Yukon, there are mountains super close to the ocean side, but no one's going to the beach in the Yukon. Yeah, I'm skating the Strand of Dover. <laughs> Just a real episode s- title, <laughs> Strand of Dover. That sounds like a really bad U2 cover. Yeah, or, what's that fucking? And on the fields of Dover. There's a guitarist, uh, a deedle, a deer. Like he doesn't, he doesn't play. Uh, he doesn't sing. Like it's all just guitar. Oh, what the? Oh, he, one of those weirdos. He, yeah, he, it, like a An Joe Satriani. Yeah, Is it Fields of Dover. Oh, Fields of Dover is a Sting song. Yeah, I thought that's why I said U2. I thought it was U2, but Bono and Sting, they're both just kind of weird. They both play a lute at some times, and they probably they probably made out. Oh, for sure. At, was, and there were gerbils involved in the rubber sheets. 100%. Shitter's full. Uh, so you did a new workout. You, you joined uh, j- only because of your schedule, not being able to make it out to the Bomba. Yeah, and also uh, Belinda and Emmanuel just had their baby yesterday. Congratulations. They did. They did. Little baby Smordinsky is here. Mom and baby are very healthy. Although they they were very adamant that the gym was going to continue. I do know that. However, 
even if the tenuous grasp I have on making it there by 536. Yeah. Like, it's just not possible. No, no, I get it. I get it. So I joined um, for Fravo's Boxing Club. Yep. Uh, it's, <laughs> I'm having a moral dilemma about it. Yeah. I'm a little bummed I gave this man money. Yeah. It's Mayweather. Yeah, she joined Mayweather's gym. I did. Well, it's not like his gym. It's not the one he trained at, but it's like his name's on the building and his yeah. face is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, everywhere. it's like with the movements are on the screens in the building or in the classroom and it's Mayweather showing you how to do mo- the boxing ones. What is it like a video or something? Yeah, there's videos of what the movements are. Oh, okay. And there's also an instructor, but it changes every 45 seconds. The So it's a boxing class. It's like a hit boxing class. So it's like high intensity interval training stations. With boxing okay. for a lot of it. I see. Um, but there was just like, you know, there was like push-ups and fucking hand weights. and. Was it fun? Um, I did enjoy it. It was only 45 minutes. and so Was I, the instructor cool? The instructor was cool. Lady, rem- lady or a dude? It's a dude. He, uh, But they have a whole diverse roster. Um, but So I signed up today and I showed up and they were like, here are your gloves. And I was like, do I have to return these? They were like, no, they're yours. Oh, that's awesome. So I have like, they gave me the gloves and then the the little, the mitts that go under the gloves. Yeah. Um, Which, those really get in the betwixt of the fingers. <laughs> yeah, does it hurt? Yeah, it doesn't feel great. I'm sure I had just have to break them in. Yeah. But uh, it was cool. I learned how to. Is it the same setup as the old gym? No. They, they kind of changed it up. They did? Yeah, it's different. The bathrooms are in a different place. I mean, they, they did a good job. Wow, they even like moved plumbing. That they takes moved some plumbing. Work. Yeah. That's but I learned crazy. how to jab and cross. Okay, I don't know. Jab I've and cross, been. and then I did hooks nice. and uppercuts. Oh, that's And awesome. a little footwork. And the coach comes around with his little pads, and you do the combo on him. No way. Yeah, oh, it's that's, fun. That's fun. And you work on four different kinds of bags, and then, of course, the fucking first thing I had to do was three minutes on the true form. And I was just like, mm. oh, that, that thing. It wasn't that bad. I know. I just personally, I don't, I get it. And I know why you get them. But the true form, I hate it. I hated it at Brick. I feel like they just didn't grease them as good as this boxing club does. (laughs) Oh, okay. Maybe that's it. Yeah. But so they give, and they give you a heart rate monitor. And then, so there's like a screen and it posts your heart rate and what your target heart rate is. And if like you're in your heart rate zone and like everyone in the class is up there and it's pretty neat. And then I got this whole fucking since what do you call that synopsis synopsis of what my workout was i was like syllabus that's not right (laughs) well that's graph that's and there's graphs and there's graphs it tells you like where i was in my target heart rate the whole time how many points i got i don't know what that means i hope that means i get like a free bottle of water in a month cool and uh so you're gonna go back tomorrow yeah i signed up for the 7 a.m class nice yeah it's nice. I'm literally out of the apartment for a full hour. Good for you. It's nice. Because walking there, six minutes. Yeah, I used to do it. I know, it was nice. I, I forgot can, how nice it was. Do you still have your Razor scooter? I do. It's really tucked in my closet. I'm going to have to whip it out, though. <laughs> well, welcome back. Welcome back. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter, and we're giving you a Razor scooter to the funny bone. What up? We're Scott and Carol's kids. We're siblings. You know all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find Andy on the Twitter, the Instagram. Well, on the Twitter, it's at Andy Porter. On Instagram, it's at Andy Port. And you can find the pod on at one at one millionth pod. That's all words. One millionth T H and a P O D. You can find the pod on Twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod. And you can find Chris on Twitter and Instagram at. I am Chris Porter. You're goddamn right. What up, everybody? What up? What up, fucktards? Hello. Sorry we took last week off, but as you can tell, Flemmy over here was under the weather. I was under the weather, uh, which sucked uh, because <laughs> uh, it was actually beneficial, I guess, because it was a good weekend to get sick because uh, my flight to Syracuse got canceled and I had to cancel the whole weekend. I think your body was just like, oh, we have a chance to shut down. Yeah. We're going to take this chance to Because it was literally the next day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so got I was sick for about a week, and then I got over it, and then I've sounded like this for about a week, because uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't do the neti pot right. Might have given myself a bit of a sinus infecto. <laughs> 
I read the instructions, and it said it had to be filtered. Well, I got a Brita done and done. And uh, that's not what it says. It's not what it says. It doesn't say filters. It says distilled or boiled water. I read filtered is what I read. <laughs> and I was like, I got a Brita. And so I think I might have done some damage to the old sinuses. Yeah, maybe. Did you squeeze too hard? No, I don't. I never felt pain. Like, it always felt good when I did it. But I just think there might have been something in the water that caused some some shit. Yeah. And uh, I have some kind of. <clears throat> I think I have a sinus infection of some sort. And I probably need to go to the doctor. Uh, but yeah, because you've had this for, it's been over 10 days. Uh, well, I was sick, and then uh, that went away. Like, that, I don't feel sick, other than my nose is constantly running, and I sound like this. No, I know. That's why I'm saying you should go to the doctor, because it's been over 10 days if you're feeling like that. Yeah, so, but I have to go to New York, so I'm going to do that instead. Uh, but, yeah, so that's... Plane ride's not going to feel very good. No, no, it won't. But... Oh, well. Oh, well. I mean, I don't feel stopped up really anymore. Like, there's no sinus pressure in my face. It's just, I kind of feel like I'm drowning a little bit. It also gets really bad when I talk a lot. Well, this will be fun. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, my God. First what of are all, you talking about? You already did one. You just hacked into the air without covering your mouth and then followed it through with a fart, like, seamlessly. Yeah. Oh, and it stinks, too. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Also, you just hit off the same bong I did, so we're good. No, uh, I know, but, as, you know, it was a lot of uh, things coming out of you. Well, we'll talk about my weekend since we're already into it. Uh, I, well, before I got sick, uh, there were like two days. Well, there was two days in between me getting sick and then whatever this was. We're just talking about this last weekend, right? Because this comes out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, well, I'm talking, we missed a week, remember? Remember, we just talked about how we missed a week because I was sick. I know, yeah, okay, I just, so all right. So, I'm talking about, this was the Wednesday before last weekend. Okay. Uh, I went and had a wonderful dinner, uh, with my good friends Andrew Santino and Brad Williams. Adam Ray was supposed to be there, but he's all super popular and famous and shit and had to fly somewhere to do something. He is a popular boy. And uh, so, yeah, we went to Mastro's, uh, made it very clear in the text messages several times that we were going to Beverly Hills because we were all going to save each other a drive. And uh, I showed up and Brad said he was there. I couldn't find him. Now, Brad's a dwarf, so sometimes hard to find. I'm like, where are you? I'm at the bar upstairs. And that's when he called. And that's when I knew he'd forgotten that we were going to Beverly Hills. And I just mm. picked up the phone. I go, tell me you're not in Malibu. He was like, I'm in Malibu. I was like, you're an idiot. And so uh, me and uh, Santino had a nice long talk and I had a great dinner. And uh, and then I went home and had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Didn't Brad show up right as a steak got to the table? Yeah, they were very cool because I went down to the host stand and I said, I have a friend who's not very smart or tall. And he went to Malibu. Is there any way we can get sat and order for him so that when he gets here, it'll be ready. And they were like, absolutely. So apparently, if, you're, if your whole table goes to a Mastro's, you can be sat. Ah. It doesn't have to be specific to the location you're at. Mm. That's good. Uh, yeah, but then, so then this thing all flared up. I did go to a, co I did do a show at the comedy store, uh, and that was fun. And I did sound like this, which scared a lot of people. And uh, and then Sunday I played softball. There you go. And then Monday I played softball. You weren't there. And uh, we won. I'm not saying that's why we won. Uh, that was just the order I told the story. Uh, uh, Matt Telford, our good friend, made one of the coolest plays I've seen in a while. Uh, he preceded it by like eight attempts at a terrible play. Basically what happened, he was pitching... Ball, little dribbler over in like between first and second. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody kind of, uh, Jackie and Matt run over there. They're both kind of fucking around with it. There's a runner going from first to second. At the very last minute, Matt finally gets a hold of this ball, looks between his legs, 
throws it up. No way. Throws it between his legs like a long snapper in just enough time to get the girl out. Who was it second? Uh, Jack or uh, Jordy. Oh, no shit. Jordy was covering, so he threw it, caught it. Way to go, over. Matt and Jordy. And then we won. It was crazy. That's great. <clears throat> and Jordy got a home run, which I think is his first. That's great. Yeah, it was a good time. Good. Go team. Go I know. I was team. all in my outfit to go. Yeah. I even matched my scrunchie to my hoodie. That's classic. I know. I was real excited. And then I called my editor and I was like, hey, I have to leave for softball in 20 minutes. Let's talk through this document we have to send out. He was like, I'm nowhere near ready to talk about that document. I still have three hours of cutting to do. And I was like, well, I guess I'm, I guess I'll stay here then and wait for you to be ready. <laughs> but you had three hours. So couldn't you just No, come it and- didn't take three hours. Oh, I okay. was just, that was a number I just said while oh, telling the story. I. So I was not able to attend and I did end up working until 11 p.m. But I'm glad everyone got the dubs. We got the dubs. And then a lot of people went to the bar, but I did not because I sound like this. and I need to rest. <clears throat> take care of it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how, is, how have you been the last nine days? Um, I've been good. I've been good. A lot has happened. What'd you do? Okay, well, let's start with the weekend previous, the one we missed. I Well, I didn't write that one down because I, I just thought we would talk about this last weekend. Oh, okay. Well, you know, these people, they're fans of ours and they're interested in our lives. Yeah. And they're it's weekend to weekend. Some of them keep a journal. So it was the week from hell, literally, and it was my first week back at work. But work was good. Yeah. My per- personal life sucked ass. Yeah. But um, to remedy that. This uh, last Friday. There it is. What did I do Friday? Was that concert night? Oh my God, yes. So I wasn't going to do anything. And on Thursday night, I had no plans. I was excited to just like have a chill night. Fuck yeah. In on a Friday. It was supposed to rain. I was like, so I texted the Nintendorks. And I was like, hey fellas, y'all want to come over tomorrow night? Play video games at the Chateau? Yeah. Have the windows open. It's going to be rain. It's going to be real nice. So Chris Hurt was like, it's funny you should ask, because I forgot that um, I drunkenly bought these tickets to see the show at the Palladium tomorrow night. So we went to go see Parcels, and uh, Chris had to go to Vegas to spend time with his sister. So uh, we all benefited. You went and saw who? Parcels. And who was that? They were banned. Yeah? Yeah. Do they wear UPS outfits? No, they don't. I would I would say that they're, it's a guy and girl... Group combo, couple guys, a few guys, couple girls. Yeah. And I was saying they're, they're kind of like old, like first few albums, Eagles. Okay. Also with a little ABBA. Okay. I. A Beagles. <laughs> a Beagles. Um, I danced my ass off. It was so fun. And we walked, apparently I walked five miles that night. Uh, Ashwin walked to the same amount and then also face planted on Hollywood Boulevard. That's not where you want to face plant. No, it's not. And it's just a lot of human excrement on there. Legitimately. They can wash it all they want to. It's still there. Well, he didn't fall on the paper part. He fell on the dirt part. So. Oh, then that's all. That's not dirt. It's No, it's just powdered, powdered dirt, duties. Powdered dudes. A little bit of heroin. So, well, he fell in because he was looking at his phone and he wasn't paying attention. Crazy. And he tripped and fell into the hole where a tree used to be. <laughs> and now it's just like a dirt hole in the sidewalk. Yeah. And so he trips into it and his phone goes flying. And apparently the next day I was like, I was telling Aubrey, I was like, you were Ashwin fell down last night. It was like his phone went flying. It was so funny. She was like, oh yeah, his phone like doesn't work now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that poor guy. Yeah. But we had a great time, danced real hard and then walked home. Stopped at a bar to try to get some food, and they didn't see us for a long time, so I just stopped at a food truck, and I was like, I want the nachos. And they were like, what kind of salsas do you want? And they told me the kinds that they had, and I was like, those all sound great. Loaded up. Fucking all of them? Yeah, it was like, Su- three, it was like three kinds. You went suicide salsa? I did. Suicide salsa. Suicide salsa. And I started eating them. And like salsa block- side. <laughs> Jesus, salsa side. <laughs> it's like, look, sounds like salsa you clean barber's combs in. Yep. Also that. Uh, so we're a block away from my apartment, and I start eating these nachos. And they are the spiciest things I've ever eaten in my whole life. 
Yeah. Like I start, and my hair you're is You're very well versed and it's very spicy things. I know and I can, I'm not supposed to have it right now because I'm trying to get my acid reflux under control. There was a time when Andy and I were younger where we would just be like, whatever the spiciest thing is, bring it here. Real? Oh, really? Well, at least I did. Yeah. I mean, I got- Like just, if I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, I'd be like, bring me some blazing, bring me some wild. That's why we're here. Is blazing the hottest one? Yeah, that's a habanero one. Ooh. It's real. I'll tell you this though. Yeah, they're fucking spicy. The blazing ones taste really good, though. I want no part of that. I, I I'm too old to sweat for food. But that's the thing. When I said when I was younger, oh I yeah, was, that's true. I did that shit all the time. I was more of a sour I, gal. I, I, I used wouldn't to... do that at all now. No. No. I remember guys in college would be like, I went on dates with guys in college, and I would go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and they'd do the blazing challenge, and I was like, this has never been more unattractive <laughs> in my whole life. Sure. Same all the snot. And I'm just like. <laughs> I'm 19. This sucks ass. Yeah, it takes dudes a while to figure out the buffalo wild, that buffalo wings are not a date food. I mean, <laughs> they can be if you really want to find out who someone is. Because <laughs> if they leave meat on the bone, you leave them high and dry. You yeah. go Dutch. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm paying for my food. Oh, my God. So... Yeah, and then Saturday morning, uh, so we went back to my place. They both started getting real cozy on my couch, and I was like, no overnighters, <laughs> and made them get a car. <laughs> I was like, I don't want overnight guests, sorry. Like, I've been very clear about this all night. <laughs> I have early morning movie plans tomorrow with Tyler, and oh, I, yeah. want to, I don't want to be hungover for it. It's 12.15, 12.30, go home. Yeah. So they did. Good for you. I got a text from Ashton the next morning, who was like, Andy, why were you so mean last night? I was like, why? Because you fell down. He was like, you pushed me. I was like, I was in front of you. <laughs> That's a good push. So Tyler and I went and saw the Batman at 11 a.m. But tell him about where you went, though. I went to a fancy movie theater called iPick. Yeah. And they have like the recliner seats and they got pillars and blankers for you. That's pillows and blankets for those of you who know words. They, they know what it means. And then there's like a full dinner menu. Uh, I'm in brunch menu and, uh, and like cocktail bar. There's a whole restaurant that services this place. Yeah. And Tyler and I got all brown foods and they were all fried. I'm salivating just thinking about it. They don't have mozzarella sticks, Chris. They have mozzarella moons. Imagine a whole slice of mozzarella yeah. just chopped in half. Better I those I mean, that prime. does make sense. Mozzarella does come in a ball. Yeah. So it should be Why are you moons. stretching it out in a wang shape? Yeah. Leave the roundies. <laughs> so we did that. And then like the first two, I asked for a Bloody Mary and he comes back. He's like, we don't have Bloody Mary mix. I'm like, that's fine. So I asked for whatever the sangria is. And he comes back. He was like, we also don't have that. And I was like, just give me a glass of Prosecco. And Tyler drove to the movie. And so he was like, I just want to let you know, I'm not going to be charging you for any of your drinks. So I had four. It was a three-hour movie, so it's not like I was. Oh, getting, that's fair. That's just keeping your. I buzz wasn't getting on. wacky. Yeah. But the food was really good. The drinks were great, and uh, and that movie was fucking fantastic. See, I've heard mixed reviews, so it's good to hear a good one. Yeah, I really. I thought I looked down at my phone, and I was like, "There's got to be like 30, 40 minutes have gone by," and it was like two hours and fifteen minutes were passed. Really? Yeah. It was that good. I really enjoyed it. And is it Christian Bale? No, it's Robert Pattinson. The guy from Twilight? Mm-hmm. And it's good? Yeah. When and he Zoe learned Kravitz how to is, act. What? When he learned how to act. He's got some really good movie, like indie movies under his belt lately. Oh, okay. So he, he did, figured it out. Yeah, he figured it out. Also, again, I've said this before, the actor is only as good as the writing. We said that about Kristen Stewart. Now she's nominated for an Oscar. All right. But anyway, great film. Then we went back to Tyler's, got so high on the weed that he gets from Nipsey Hussle's old dealer. Yeah. And uh, played Grand Theft Auto V. You love that game. And now I have it in my apartment. Oh, did you get the PS4? Uh, It's a three. Oh, it's a three? Yeah. Ish? Uh, That's a bummer. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm still playing it and I'm having a great time. I'm sure you're having a great time. But But it looks so good on the four, though. Yeah, I know it does. I, and, and I played I'm, it on Tyler's Xbox One, and it looks even better on that. I know. I th- yeah, I know. I couldn't even update it all the way to, like, what it should be. Like, it needed 3,000 megabytes of worth of downloads. 
That's three gigs. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Math Science Man. I'm a <laughs> student of STEM. No. 3,000 megabytes? Yeah. No, that's not three gigs. That's not that. Um, anyway, it took four and a half hours to update it to where it was playable. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this will, I was like, be realistic, Andy. It'll take about two and a half hours. <laughs> nope. It took no. every bit of it. It took every bit of four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got it and it was like, now you can get to the game. Now the game is. 3,000 megabits, megabytes that it needs to update, and it's just slower than molasses. Now, the three, does it have the car, the memory cards, or is that the two? That's the two, oh, okay. which I also have. <laughs> Do you have an extra PS4 controller? Yeah, is it, it doesn't, a, it's kind of broken. Is it a DualShock? It's a DualShock, but the right, the R2 button kind of sticks. And I need that to fire, th- fire the trigger of everything. Yeah, it'll start firing for no reason. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's a little annoying. I just actually bought a new one because I was, I had had enough. Okay, I'll just, I'll get a used one down the road. But I'm having a blast. Let me tell you, last night I worked until eleven o'clock. Yeah. Nothing better than killing a couple sex workers no. and then going and getting a lap dance and touching up on them titties and making if, sure the bouncer can't see you. If that, if just that is not the clip for this episode <laughs> for this week. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come back over to your house. I'm gonna find the raw files, and I'm gonna do it myself. Because <laughs> that true, was hilarious. Though, it was like I was feeling up on some titties, and I was like, "This is too too much titty touching." <laughs> I would like to go do a heist. Yeah. So you did. I did. I robbed a jewelry store, and uh, I did that today. I robbed a jewelry store, and I just I just got to Trevor. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a big part of five. Yeah, I just got to Hill. Oh, that's five. I, f- I forgot you're playing five on a three. Yeah. It's got to be weird. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't. I, I actually, I actually want to come over and see it just to see what it looks like. It doesn't look different from when I played four on my Xbox 360. Yeah. It looks exactly the same as that. Well, I just, because I know what five look. you know, I played five so many times. It's not as pretty as. Yeah, it's I like, know, but that's what I'm genuinely, I wonder if it's going to look like Atari to me. I did set the uh, lights in my apartment to Grand Theft Auto V light settings. What does that mean? I may have gotten really high last night. I'll show you. It means I changed the lights and I took a photo of it. Speaking of lights. Uh, oh, look at this. That's actually pretty cool. I know, right? Also, check this one out. See that light directly above the TV would drive the shit out, would bug the shit out of me. You can turn it off. You can turn it off just that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And you can like independently dim them and change their colors. Oh, oh, that's right. You got the smart lights. Yeah, I have the hue knockoffs, and let me tell you, they the, are a motherfucking pain. The juice. <laughs> the what? The juice. No, you can't say <laughs> I that. I know, but it's so funny. It's not though. Hugh, the Hugh knockoff is called the Jew. No. That's racist. It's not. It's not like I said they were a lesser people. Because they're a knockoff. You're saying that they're knockoffs. But no, just because it's H to J. That's all. I'm just changing one letter and it's the fu- the fact that it's Why Jew don't we makes call them the, um, the Fuse? The Lose. The Pews. Because they, they are, they, they P-U, they suck, they stink. <laughs> but I tell you what, I got four of them for the price of one Philips Hue bulb years ago, but I have get, to reset them all like every three months. Get what you pay for. That's very true. It's very true. Uh, speaking of lights, uh, <laughs> oh, I, di- I did forget to tell you this story. As I was leaving the comedy store Saturday, I was on Sunset Boulevard and I was in the left That's where hand. That is. Yep, I was in the left hand lane heading east, and the gentleman in the right hand lane headed east decided he wanted to start heading west. Oh no! So he flipped a Yui, uh, which he did not signal or look for. So I hit him. Oh yeah, I was. You were like, "Oh, my taillight's out. You need to drive me to softball." I was like, "What happened?" Uh yeah. So he pulled out right in front of me. I had no time. I mean. 
The car's drivable. Everybody's fine. We were. But doing- also, like pulling over on a Saturday night on Sunset Boulevard sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, like, I mean, it happened just a few hundred yards from the comedy store, so, uh, so we pulled. We just turned around and pulled over, and literally, I just took pictures of his information because I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Mm. And uh, but he admitted fault. Like it's easy peasy. You there know, you go. Yeah. So. And you were like, "This is a brand new Volvo." <laughs> My Picasso was in the hood. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was a huge bummer. And then, <laughs> then so I'm dealing with the insurance company, and they're like, "You need to call the body shops because there's like a huge wait. There's big lines." And I'm like, "Yeah, trust me, I, I fucking know about big waits." And uh, so I start calling these body shops this morning. And I call it, first one, uh, you know, H&H Body. Yeah, how long's, uh, when's the next opening to get in? Uh, like, to, uh, to for an estimate, you can just come in. I'm like, oh, okay, but like, how long is it going to take to get my car in? He goes, well, I don't know, I got to see it. <laughs> and I'm like, is this, is this an Abbott Costello bit? Like, I'm like, no, like. Isn't there a long wait to get into your shop? And he's like, no. He's like, there might be in a little bit. He goes, it comes and goes. And it's just like, okay. So I sound stupid. Also, no one wants to be driving around anywhere with these gas prices. No, I do really want my Tesla back. It's $7 a gallon by the Beverly Center. Yeah. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. Because Biden just, I mean, listen, I know we're all doing this to take a stand against Russia, and we're doing it for good reasons, but it's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt a lot. Yeah. <gasps> you will see $8 gas. Oh, I believe that. I just paid $74 to fill up the Volvo. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm so glad I work from home and now just joined a gym I can walk to. Yeah, and to be fair, that will last me a week and a half, most likely. But Yeah, it cost me 60 bucks to fill up before Christmas. Yeah. And that was just because it was regularly high. Yeah, it's going to suck. It'll go back down, uh, but it's it's going to suck for a while, and it's what you got to do when a man's trying to take over a country. Very true. But you know what also sucks? Sad news. What? The amazing Jonathan died a couple weeks ago. That is a bummer, although he's I mean, he's it's suffered. not surprising what in no. the least. And, you know, and, it, and a guy that suffered for a long time, he struggled for a while, he was very sick. And uh, so it's good that he is at peace. Mm-hmm. But fuck. Also, doing all the meth towards the end didn't help. Was he doing drugs towards the end? Oh yeah, you didn't watch his documentaries. Well, I watched the documentary, but he wasn't doing drugs. There was two of them. Oh. He hired two documentary teams. One was Steve Burns' team. Yeah. And he hired another team, and didn't tell the other teams until they both ran into each other at his house. <laughs> and one of the teams like video like filmed him smoking meth. Really? Yeah. He was doing a lot of drugs. Oh, that's a bummer. It's like once he once he decided to go back on the road, it yeah. was, he was like, well, we're doing drugs. This will keep me awake. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Matt Simon and I last weekend watched his uh, first special. Yeah. And I mean, he's he's so coked out of his mind. Oh, he's out of his mind. Like hair wet with sweat in <laughs> the first three minutes of the act. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! <clears throat> but he was—he was my first favorite comic. I remember watching him as a kid because obviously it's just funny to watch a man drink a bottle of Windex. Yes. No streaking. No streaking. <laughs> but it's—he was so funny. R.I.P. Yeah, it's a bummer when they go. It is. Uh, it's weird about my job. Uh, pretty high death rate for whatever reason. I mean, we lose somebody. We lose one or two people every year. Yeah. My associate uh, producer, her grandpa just died last week. Was he a comic? No, but he was like a super famous producer. He was very old, but he's responsible for the Star Wars cantina scene. No shit. Yeah. And I was like, is like he... Like he did all the puppets or... Like the production of it. Well, just kind of explain that to our fans. Like, Well, what, I mean, it, it could mean, mean different things because uh, I wasn't there. Oh, so, okay. Uh, he, uh, yeah. So he, even Mel Brooks was tweeting about him. Oh, wow. And I'm like, that's wild, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Anyway. Uh, we, I don't know. Uh, well, guess what time it is? 
Toll time? Sorry. Nope. Eight, nine, fifteen. Nope. Fucking time for the donuts. Listener mail time. Uh, this first one's from our friend Terry. Uh, from the gym? No, this is T-A-R-I. Tari. Uh, this is Chris Ampersand Andy with a Y, so already a big fan of yours. I wrote last year with an embarrassing flight anxiety story, and now I need advice on my choice of solution. I'm getting married in Vegas in October, and I am thinking about getting edibles to keep calm, to help calm my ass down and eventually get on the plane. I've only ever smoked three times, and I've never tried edibles. This is, don't do this. <laughs> okay. Don't well, do this, Tari. What is your suggested dose type so I can relax but still be functional when we land? Also, we have a connecting flight, so I'll be able to walk. I will need to be able to walk, preferable to the con- uh, to the correct flight. Thanks in advance for the fucking advice. Appreciate you both and the many laughs. Uh, and then she goes on to say, uh, "Hey, Andy and Chris, to clarify, I entered a contest run by You'll Play Yogurt on Instagram for a free Zoom with Taylor Tomlinson." Uh, I think I do vaguely remember that her writing in about that. Uh, You'll play yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> what? Their promotions department is off the chain. And uh, yeah, and God, and good for Taylor. She's no shit. That's she's, awesome. She's generally, I think, one of the best comics doing it right now. She's just really funny. That's awesome. Oh, I just watched Ali Wong's new special. Very good. Oh, good, good. She's very funny as well. Uh, first and foremost, Terry Tari. Whatever it is. Atari. Uh, If you are going to eat edibles, you need to eat them before. You have to You have to figure it out. You got to do a trial run. Yeah, and you need to do them a couple of times before you get on a plane with an edible. Also, here's my suggestion. Maybe find a friend who has, who has a Xanax. Or maybe does Benadryl knock you out? Because I would go Benadryl. Xanax is good, yeah. Xanax is That's, good. Those are the things that are going to take the edge off. I don't think edibles are going to do that for you. But also, uh, maybe. Uh, Could be. You know what? Start with two and a half milligrams and see what happens. Wait uh, 90 minutes. Or I'd say five. Here, here's how I would start, personally. She's only smoked three times in her whole life. I know, but it's five. It's just a nudge. Uh, now listen, I'm not saying do five and go out. I'm saying sit at home on a Sunday night, eat five, five milligrams, watch your shows, have a good time. Be in your comfy clothes. See how it affects you. I gave Sandra a 10 milligram edible and the next morning she woke up and she was still high. Well, I don't, you know. It's just, it's crazy. Start small is what I'm saying. Start small. I said five. Do two and a half. Uh, Smell it first. See what that does. Just keep licking at it like a salt lick. (laughs) But definitely do... A couple of times at the house, so you know what you're getting into. I would do I would do a hybrid, just to, I mean, especially if you're trying to relax, to, or an indica. Don't do a sativa; that won't do anything for you. Just crush it and snort it, Terry. Yeah, just get it done. Uh, but yeah, if you are going to do edibles, I would definitely uh, do it a couple times before you do it in the comforts of your own home, mm-hmm. so that you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And then I also wouldn't eat them. I always eat my edibles literally after I've checked my bags and then I eat them as I'm walking to security. Uh, and then I, and that way when I get on, by the time I'm actually getting on the plane, they're starting to kick in. Or you can blast rails of edibles off the toilet paper dispenser in the bathroom. Yeah, just cut up, just break up the cookie, get one of those big ass milkshake Like straws. a McDonald's straw would be fine, a boba yeah, straw. Yeah, just get through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. But also, Xanax is good. But uh, Xanax lasts a lot longer. I feel like. Where are you flying from? That's the other question. Yeah, it's true. If it's only like an hour and a half, two hour flight, you're gonna be really stoned when you get to wherever the fuck you're going. Well, those she, slot machines are gonna look real fun. Yeah, and uh, but you won't know how to work them. 
Uh, so that's our advice. If you want any uh, clarification, write on back to us, Terry, Tari, Atari. Best of luck. Uh, this next one's from our good friend Dominic. He was our good friend that we uh, gave. He's been. He was uh, deciding whether or not to move across the country for his girl. And oh then he yes, found the yes, job. yes, Dominic. He said he wanted to. Well, first off, he says, "Dear Amper Sandy and Thank Chris." Thank you. Finally. <gasps> Wanted to provide an update on the life advice you gave me and how awesome it has turned out to be. Uh, and then he says the way he wrote in. He goes, I, uh, he goes, I moved in a couple of days ago and things are going great so far. I start my new job Monday and we get the keys to our bigger place in a couple weeks. Just wanted to thank you guys for giving me some confidence and reassurance to go for it. As a side note, I no longer live in St. Louis, so hopefully that moves me away from being a dumble fuck and closer to the always coveted title of talent receiver. So long, stink town. <laughs> Hope to catch Chris the next time he rolls through Salt Lake City and maybe try again to send a bottle of wine to Andy. Much love to you both and stay safe out there. Michael. Oh, well, it says Dominic at the top of your fucking. It says Dominic. He's sending it from Dominic's email address. Is he wearing Dominic as a skin suit? (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. That's real funny. Oh, I also forgot to mention, uh, you know how we posted my friend Chris Hurt's shirts about going on mouthful mode? (laughs) And you said, what did you say? I may not be gay, but I think I might be gay. (laughs) That should be his next shirt. Yeah. Yeah, he made it. (laughs) He made it. Could you reach right behind your screen and grab that joint that's in there and light it and then smoke it and then pass it to me? There's so many instructions. I feel like I've got (gasps) it down. Well, just in case, I didn't want you to stop at a certain point. Point and be like, well, you told me to get this far. Oh, is that it for listener mail? Uh, it can be. Well, how long have we been going? We're at 44 minutes. Let's do one more and then we can pop on over to stores. Okay, cool. This is flying by. All right. I'm going to give you. We have two follow ups and an advice. We just had a follow up, so let's go for an advice. All right. And to our two follow-ups that wrote in, we'll probably get to you next week. Yeah, we'll get to you next week. This needs to stop punching me in the face. I think it's doing a pretty good job. Uh, this this one's from Steve. He says, uh, advice, colon, dating profile photos. Just uh. th- it should be six pictures of your dick, dude. That's what it always... No, I'm kidding. Well, uh, six pictures that make up the full dick. <laughs> you have to put them together. You jumble them? Yeah, you have to follow the vein. God damn it. <laughs> I have the root in the head. <laughs> okay, so I know where we're And there's four start. more. I can do this. <laughs> I got the corner pieces. So sick of Wordle. I love this new <laughs> dick game. Dickle. <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh, by the way, I did, get, I did guess the Wordle uh, in one guess a couple of days ago. Yeah, it I, was pervy. <laughs> it was poopy but you got it <laughs> so this one's from steve he says hi chris and andy love you guys love the pod thanks for being in a funny in a world that's running out of it we still have bill maher gross <laughs> uh his writers are very funny he is intolerable you know I will say this. I've been in this showrunner school for someone who wrote for him for a long time. And he was like, you know, Bill is just the kind of person who just, he always is going to fight for your re- your freedom to say whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah. Like, that's it. And if you're going to come to go toe-to-toe with him, you better have your fucking facts straight. But, I mean, that's at the crux of it, that's all he does. And I'm like, well, I can respect that. I'm still not going to watch his show. No, not while, not while last week tonight is on. No, but go on. You're welcome for our funnies. 
However, uh, I need some advice for getting back into the dating world. I, like many millennials, use Tinder and Hinge and all those garbage apps to meet people and date. My personality is a solid eight. So once I actually meet up with these ladies, things generally go pretty well. However, my looks are a four on a good day and my photos don't help matters. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> Maybe he's not a good photographer. Okay. I'm horrible at taking pictures of myself. There it is. I have literally nine of them out, out of about 4,000 photos on my phone. I don't know how to pose, how to look natural, what to do with my hands, etc. Do either of you have any advice on how to take good photos for dating apps? Any advice helps? Fuck you. Come on by, Steve. Uh, well, I would just take photos with your friends and then cut your friends out of them. Oh, no. I think you should embrace this. You obviously have very good taste and humor, and you're looking for a, a companion who has the exact same kind of taste, right? So I say go for it and get a little goofy. Show your personality. Okay. Explain that more. Remember, who was that guy that used to run the comedy store that was on our softball team? Merv? Rich? Merv. Wait, yeah, but he was a bartender, but yeah. Mervis. Mervis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I meant he, he worked at the comedy yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, And he played on the softball team, and he went viral because his Tinder photos were insane because he has, he was a he bigger. He looks like a fucking Viking. Yeah, he is a bigger dude, tall, but he's got a bunch of red hair and a big red beard, and he went for it like he posed in the snow, and he just like really showed his personality. He's a big, fun-loving guy. Yeah. And that came through completely. And I think you got like a fuck ton of matches for doing that too. So yeah, do that. Fucking be yourself to the nth degree. And just and also when it comes to taking photos, just the moment you think about where to put your hands and shit is the moment you're putting your hands where you shouldn't. Just throw them in your pockets, fold them, do whatever you need to do. Just try to act as, I mean, try to act as natural as possible. If someone has taken a fuck ton of photos of themselves, just act like you're like in a, you're in another moment, like someone's capturing on you in a moment. Uh, you know. And again, can you be a little more specific for you, the it's, No, like no, label, just a like label a moment. Like what moment are we like, looking oh, for? Oh, I'm here? laughing with friends. <laughs> there it is. See, that wasn't hard. Looking off to the side. But boom, boom. See. But it's, it could be any moment. It could yeah. be, oh, I just shit my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I fucking, I just scored the winning run. Yeah. Or, or I, an asteroid headed towards Earth. Yes. Uh, just find those moments. Yeah. Or if you're a furry, pop your tail on. Also do that. Yeah. Also, I get zero matches, so I don't know if, I can't really give you any advice on my photos. Yeah, I'm not on any dating apps. I don't think this is a wash. Yeah, I mean, you can take the advice if you want. I don't know how great it is. Cause you can take it if you want to. You can leave the advice behind. <laughs> if you don't, something and leap, leap, poop, tap, peep, do. Right? I know, I bailed. I was like, I got nothing. I know. Chris follows through. <laughs> uh, <coughs> you can drink some hot tea. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Hot tequila. Just some hot water. <coughs> um, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Um, so, have you ever met someone who's from Brooklyn? I mean, I'm sure I have. I don't. I couldn't tell you who it was. Oh, Tony Rock. Nailed it. Have you ever met a white person from Brooklyn? No. No, no, no. So, this, uh, this well, I'm assuming he's white because this is Ethan? a very white person thing to do. Oh, okay. So, he's a 28-year-old Brooklyn native who decided to go hiking in Arizona in the dead of winter, which... You know, not not a lot of people know this about Arizona, but up it's fucking cold. It gets fucking cold, and uh, in northern Arizona, there's a mountain range that has a hiking trail that goes from Humphreys Peak, which is a which one was the? Oh, this was in northern Arizona. Yes. So that isn't there a plateau? So it's cold there pretty much all the time anyway, right? Like up in Sedona and all. Yeah, that? I, I I'm not sure where the, this is close to Flagstaff. It looks like. 
so anyway, on Humphreys Peak, which is this hiking trail, it's five and a half miles. It says, warning, unless you're an experienced alpine mountaineer, do not attempt Humphreys Peak in winter. And he's like, motherfucker, I'm from Brooklyn. There is so much snow that it's difficult to follow the trail and very easy to fall off of it. Fuck you, snow. I'll beat you up. Moreover, the wind is absolutely brutal. So this... I fucked the wind sister. Mm-hmm. So this Brooklyn man, he had to be rescued twice in two consecutive days. <laughs> so he, came, he got rescued once and he's like, no, no, no. I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets rescued the first day. Do you, think, do you think when they got him the second time, they're like, you again? And he went, hey. <laughs> I don't think, I th- I'm picturing a much more frail... Oh, I'm sorry. Guy. Uh, uh, hey. Yeah, I'm imagining like a very scrawny like kid from Williamsburg. Here's what I'm picturing. But you're picturing like a cabbie. No, I, no, I kind of got a scrawny kid. but Scrawny he's, kid? But he's still got the... I, did you know, <laughs> I didn't well, know it was going to be so much snow on the ground. There it is. <laughs> so the sign also said there is so much snow that it's difficult to follow the trail and very easy to fall off of it. Moreover, the wind is absolutely brutal. So this kid, he got lost while hiking on Humphrey's Trail because the snow was covering the trail. And he got lost overlooking Flagstaff in the Coconino <laughs> County. <laughs> um, yeah, he said he was an experienced hiker, but he had underestimated the difficult conditions. So the next day... Yeah, where do you go hiking in Brooklyn? He goes... He goes, I was thinking if I start early in the morning, I'll have all the time in the world to reach the summit. The trail runs through five and a half miles of steep, rocky terrain between the Arizona Snowball Ski Resort and Humphreys Peak, the state's highest point, with an elevation of over twelve and a half thousand feet. Ooh, so the that's first, like a four-hour hike. Yeah. Even if you just go start to... And this is in the snow, so you're at it. You have to, like, at least double your time. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, he declined medical attention the first time they came out, but the next day he calls 911 again. Can you imagine having to get your phone out and being like, I can't do it. That's Gary again. You're going to make fun of me. It's Gary. So he had to call. He injured himself because he fell and they had to send a rescue helicopter to pick up this fucker because another hiker had stopped to help him. And the other hiker was like, I can't understand what this dude's saying. It's all bada bing this and bada bing that. Uh, yeah, another hiker who stopped to help him on his second fall said it was very apparent that he wasn't prepared for the climate that he had gotten himself into. He was wearing shorts. Yeah, right. He had flip-flops on. I had my Vans on. (laughs) So, anyway, Philip, good luck. Philip Vasto, good luck next to you, to you next time. Um. Hope you can, hope you can reach that summit in your jorts. All right, so I'm going to give you a choice. For my story, because uh, this will be the last one. Uh, do you want a story about a nightmare that happened, a nightmare that's coming, or a happy story? Nightmare that's happened. Um, so, using a porta potty, already a bad day. Mm. You already got yourself into a situation where there's a porta potty. Unless yeah. it's a festival. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just the only thing that's around. Where are you hanging out? Where a porta potty is the only thing that's around? It's Construction sites. Yeah. Porta out. potty stores. Porta <laughs> I don't know. Where do you even get those? They don't like sell new ones, do they? They're just I like, mean, they oh, sell, them out, John. They sell new ones to services that provide them. I mean, I seriously doubt Johnny on the spot makes their. I mean, they might now, but. There's got, I'm sure there's a, a port o potty conglomerate. Potty? Do you think they have like conventions and like, are you going to potty con? <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. It's called porticon, you dick. Potty con. Potty con. You going to Deuce Fest? <laughs> no, I got tickets to the cheaper one. This it's year, just shit in a bucket palooza. This year's keynote, getting that homeless smell out. Uh, well, so a guy was in a 
porta potty uh, on a construction site when he was crushed to death by a bulldozer that didn't know the porta potty was there. Is this like an episode of Jackass? No. Did you push a button. <laughs> I don't have these headphones in. <laughs> Did I push? No, I. I don't have my headphones on. I was no, just asking. No, I didn't put. I did now because oh. I thought you wanted me to. I thought oh. you said, "Can you push a button?" I, I don't want you to. Oh, I already did. I hit sad trombone for the guy who got killed. I don't want to talk like this. <laughs> I thought you wanted to. No, no, I don't want to. <laughs> All right, suit yourself. I'm easy. I do need to see that movie again. Why don't we watch that movie every Halloween? I don't know, Chris. Well, I mean, we don't hang out on Halloween, but I think I'm going to start watching it every Halloween. Okay. Young Fra- She's quoting Young Frankenstein, for those who don't know, which is a a great yet slight, I think it's a lesser known Mel Brooks movie. It's definitely- Are you serious? Are you I, serious, Clark? Yeah. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, we know Young Frankenstein because we were raised on it. Everyone, it's. I think it's definitely in the top two of most popular no, Spaceballs, Blazing Saddles. Mm-mm. Okay, you're insane. Agree to disagree on that. Top two? I'd even given you top three, but top two is Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, okay. I just think Young Frankenstein is a way more famous movie. Okay. Uh, Right in, if you've ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right in and tell me I'm right. Okay, so uh, anyway, yeah, dude was taking a deuce on a construction site. Guy in a bulldozer did not send to, I mean, this is a giant bulldozer. We're not talking like the one, the, the, the kind that like you normally see, like the little, one little bucket. Like Are you this. talking about a Bobcat front steer skid loader? Yes, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this thing's. Got a wall on the front of it, and it like it. Yeah, I think that's the, like a six foot high. Yeah, I think the shovel. blades the blades like six foot, and Ugh. it just smashes, dude, and fucking just a terrible way to go. You're in a porta potty, and then all of a sudden the walls start closing in, and the poop starts rising. I mean, that's yeah. every jackass movie. Yeah, but they live. They live. Well, I mean. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. This last one, there was some kind of an explosive. Yeah. Like an airbag went off in the doo-doo hole. Really? And it like, you could see it. Like it tilts and then it sets back down. And they come out and they're just like, well, you did it again, Knoxville. And it's like, I would fucking murder that man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's like those movies are funny. And they're great, but also if I was ever hanging out with some people and then all of a sudden this airbag went off and exploded me into the ceiling, I would never hang out with those people ever again. You would if it made you millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, never. For, yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, they call, I'm like, no, I'm busy. God, I fucking love those movies. For the love though. of t- and And I heard the new ones. Great. I saw it. I'm the one who told you that. <laughs> And other people have told me that. So, uh, and also our good, fr- my good friend, well, my good, fr- a girl I know, Rachel Wolfson's in it. So that's great. She's such a badass too. Um, yeah, pretty rad. She's a rad chick. Uh, well, that was fun. That was fun. And my voice made it. Holding on by a thread. What up? Ugh. Uh, well, anyway, uh, this week you can. It's coming out this week. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put this out tomorrow. Uh, you can find me this week in West Nyack, New York. No, man. I went I went Brooklyn, went right into a half Brit. I'm terrible at those. Uh and then next, I couldn't tell, to be fair. <laughs> and then next week I'm in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club. You can find all my dates. Tacoma on get it. <laughs> you can find all my dates at ChrisPorterComedy.com. Uh, as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the One Millionth Podcast. Fuck you. Come on by. Do 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 do
Well, farts. I'm tired. I am too.